0: Sometimes what happens too, is people don't always know what we do. You know, I see this a lot with network marketers. They're posting their pictures, they're posting their products, but people don't know as much as we think they do. So we almost have to like remind them like, oh, this is actually what I do.
1: Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous Podcast. Today, I am chatting with my girl, Jillian. She and I met through a mastermind that I was coaching for, and I was immediately drawn to her lightheartedness, her energy, and honestly, her willingness to do the work in the context of this year jillian has transitioned out of 22 years in corporate sales to start her own business and she is so passionate about teaching network marketers and business owners how to sell from a place of alignment, how to sell with ease, and how to really tap into the emotional side of selling and buying. In this episode, we dive into how Jillian left her corporate job to launch her own business during the middle of a pandemic, and we talk all about how sales is truly the foundation for everything and that anyone can be a salesperson. We talk about the importance of service when it comes to selling and how you can sell in the DMs in a way that feels real and authentic to you and in a way that actually converts cold market into paying customers. Jillian shares important word choices on how to move that relationship through um through the dms and how to tap into the end goal of every single thing that you do this episode is super super powerful so if you're someone who's ever struggled with selling have ever said i'm not a salesperson or you've been sitting on the sidelines waiting to start a business to join that network marketing company or to take messy action you're going to love the story that jillian shares about how she grew a six-figure coaching business in under six months so let's dive into my conversation with Jillian Murphy. All right, Jillian, I'm so pumped for this conversation because I know the women listening and men are going to get so much value out of your gifts and your light and the experience that you have and how effortless effortless you make a sticky situation of selling, like people feel icky around selling and you just make it look so easy and you're so relatable and approachable. I love that about you. And I'm just grateful for you being here.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Like, I am always insanely grateful for any time that I can like, come on someone else's platform and really talk. And you know, I mean, talking about sales, like I like, you know, I was like, Hey, I want to be on Melissa Martin's podcast. Like (laughs) I'm going to slide into her DMs and like, you know, do that. So again, like I practice sales in all aspects of my life every single day. And again, just like you talk about, it's about being bold and like, Mm -hmm. what's the worst that can happen, right? Right.
1: You got to take that courageous action. and, And this will tie so beautifully into our conversation around selling and especially in the DMs. And, you know, I I think in every area of our life, whether it's personal relationships, business, you know, we're always selling ourselves in some way, shape, or form. So I know this is going to be so good. So I start the podcast the same way with the same question, which you probably know, what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently?
0: Um, Leaving corporate America and moving into the online space. Mm, So tell me more about that. Yeah, so I left corporate America after about 22 years. Um, I actually left during the pandemic um, and I moved to the online space. And what I saw was that you know I had been a sales coach and a sales trainer and a sales mentor for so long in corporate, but what I did not, what I was seeing was that the women who were in online space, that was just an area that they weren't comfortable with and they weren't doing it with ease and they weren't doing it with flow and they had these great programs they had these great products, whether it was network marketing or coaches or whatever, but they were really getting stuck in the process. And of course, when you're stuck in the process of sales and you don't close the sale, then you're not generating income. So I saw that there was like this massive need to help women in all walks of life, in all areas. And I was like, hey, I'm going to come to this, this space and just teach women so much about sales with ease, grace, and flow.
1: Yes girl, I love it. And did you already have your business like up and running or did you just quit cold turkey and go 100% all in on yourself?
0: Yes, yeah, so it's really interesting. So I actually left corporate, but I was starting to have like a little bit of an inclination that I want to move to the online space. Um I actually met you in a mastermind and I was like, "Hey, I think maybe I'm onto something, I'm not really sure." And I, you know, I moved into the online space and it was definitely courageous. So, um my position actually got eliminated in corporate um during the pandemic. So, it was very quick and it was like, hey, you need to move to the online space and you need to like figure it out. And what I knew was that sales was a foundation for everything. So if I could be successful in sales in corporate, I could still take that same process, the same lead, the same, you know, authenticity and bring it into the online space. And that's really what I've what I've been able to do. I think the biggest thing that people ask me all the time is they're like, well you've grown really quick in the online space. Like what's your secret? And I'm like, the secret is I I know how to sell. Like that's that's the secret um, and being able to tap into like those different those different emotions the different logic and just showing up as yourself will always help you grow your sales
1: yes authenticity wins always and you always. know I, I uh, we have a lot of network marketers that listen to the podcast and you know what I'm so big on authenticity right and I love network marketing because you know like there's a system you can follow but duplication turns into imitation and it's like mm-hmm. it just robs you of your gifts like there's only one of you, right? 7.8 billion people on the planet and, and only one of you. And so I love that you, I love that you shared that. And also too, how beautiful that your position was actually eliminated for you. Right. I know I went through the same thing in 2012, Mm -hmm. my company eliminated my group for me and I was like, fuck, Mm -hmm. what the, what am I going to do now? And like, it totally redirected me in a, into network marketing in a place that I never imagined myself. And now, you know, here I am building a business same as you. And it's like, sometimes these things happen and we, we go down this rabbit hole of like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? And how am I going to pay my bills? But you know, you have a choice. You can go one route and say, I'm going to go against what my soul wants and like find another job or like do something just to pay the bills. Or you can like dive in headfirst into the, the unknown and the scary and just go for it. And I think that sales is kind of like that diving into the unknown and just going for it. And, um, through repetition, you know, you master, you master your, your skills, your skill set. So for the person that's sitting here going, well, I'm not a salesperson," Right. What do you say to that? Cause I know I've heard that a million <laughs> times. You've probably heard it a million times. So what do you yeah. say to the person that says, well, I'm not a salesperson"?
0: I actually love this question because so many women ask me this all the time. They're like, I'm not really good in sales or I wasn't born as like a natural salesperson. I was like, nobody actually was born as a natural salesperson. And you can't say that you're not good at something if you've never really done it. So, you know, that would be like me saying like, oh, I'm really bad at surfing. And then they're like, oh, well, how many times have you surfed? Well, once and then I fell down and I'm not good at surfing. So I kind of relate it to that, like you can't really say that you're not good at something until you give it a shot, and it is a skill, and I believe it's a skill that everybody can learn. I think that you can be an amazing salesperson as an introvert, you can be an amazing salesperson as an extrovert, you can be an amazing salesperson as a mom, as a network marketer, as a coach, it's just about having the skills and the framework and the processes and the strategies behind it that can really, really soar you to the next level.
1: Yes, it's like anything else, it's a skill, right? And I know, for me, where whenever I find myself getting into an energy of scarcity around selling, I always have to remind myself that selling isn't actually about the process of selling. It's not actually about making money. It's no. about being in the energy of service and a belief behind what it is that you're selling. And anytime I've felt out of alignment, with whatever it was I was selling, like I couldn't make money, right? No. Like I just had a hard time selling it. So I think you have to believe 100% in whatever it is that you're offering in order for it to mm-hmm. work. And then it doesn't even feel like sales, right? But where no, do you start? Totally like, not. how do you even get to that? How do you even get to that part?
0: Well, I think the first thing, when you move into the space, whether you're a coach or even a network marketer, I think network marketers are, they even they need to believe this even more, that you're your first sale as a network marketer you're actually not making, you're not making a sale. You're making like a transformation in their life. So even like me, I always say like, you know, I want to make a ton of transactions because then I get to make a lots of transformations in people's lives. So when you have that mindset, it's never like, Oh, I'm selling for commission. You're selling to serve. Mm.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Because ultimately when you are so focused on the dollar amount, you forget that like there's a person on the other end of that transaction, right? There's actually a need that you're solving and there's a transformation that that person is seeking. But we've all been through really shitty sales experiences, right? Like used car salesmen get (laughs) such a bad rap, right? And we've all had that experience. So I think, I know for me, when I was navigating through selling and and thankfully I will say like my first job out of college was so sales focused that I got great training, but I know not a lot of people have that experience and then they come into a business like online coaching or network marketing and you kind of have to learn how to sell from a aligned place right but we start looking at all the other experiences that we've had in the sales world and like what felt really good and what felt really like icky and it's like i don't know if you've had this experience but i know for me like now that i have an understanding of how selling works i can't ignore it when i'm get really shitty service or when i get really great service and i'm like wow this person is totally like sales processing me right now. Like they're going of a funnel, they're asking open-ended questions, they're finding my need, they're selling to it. And I feel really good about
0: it. (laughs) It's so good. Like it's literally so, so good when you can like see it happening, like whether it's in a conversation or it's in DM or it's a messenger, you're like, yes, girl, like I am here for it. One of my favorite, um, things that you said one time on a podcast was, um, you know, kind of like giving grace for the, Hey girl messages. And that is just something that I always speak on too. It's like, So many women get into this space, they get into the network marketing space and they're excited. They're excited about their products, their services or whatever, but they truly don't know how to sell and they only know what they've been told. So it's like, again, like you said, give them grace. And I've even like when people message me and they're like sending me those like crazy messages, I'm like, babe, let me walk you through. Like, maybe this will help you on the reverse. Try this out on your next couple of messages. Shoot me a message back. I'd love to see if it works better for you. So again, I'm not even trying to sell them any sales coaching. I'm just trying to guide them and serve them.
1: But by doing that, you're selling them on anything you're offering. And I love that you said, like, try this and then let me know how it works. So let's let's go into that a little bit deeper because selling in the DMs is kind of the landscape of how social marketers sell today, right? I know back in the day when I first started my network marketing company, um, when I joined my network marketing company in 2012, like Facebook was kind of the place, but Instagram was starting to grow and a big majority of my income came from social media, but now everybody's selling on social media and everybody's sliding into the DMS. And I get so many messages that are awful. I just delete them because they're not from like real people. They're like marketing agencies trying to grow my Instagram followers, but every now and then I'll get someone that's like, Hey, I love your vibe. I'd love to, you know, share an opportunity with you. But can you walk us through, like, what what would be some examples? Or for that person that is building their business on the DMs, like, how do you send a message that's mm-hmm. actually going to convert? Because that's what you want, right? You want a conversion.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. I love this question, and I can I can definitely say that like selling in the DMs is like my jam. Like I love selling in the DMs. It's how I sell my coaching programs. It's how I sell my network marketing. So this strategy absolutely works because I use it every single day find out about them ask them questions ask them so many questions but again not like all at one time right like i had a girl just today on my she's part of my coaching program and she's like what am i doing wrong in this message i'm like well you asked them like 17 questions like that like that i get you're trying to ask questions but like slow your roll right so like you know hey tell me about your business tell me what excites you what do you love about your network marketing company What are some roadblocks that you're finding in your network marketing company? Um, you know, I, again, because I'm in, in sales, I know my ideal client. I know kind of what they're feeling. on like the 15th of the month or the 30th of the month or the first of the month. So I'll ask questions like, Hey, tell me about the month that you just experienced. I'd love to hear how your sales went, you know? Maybe they went great, maybe they didn't. Um, You know, I know on the 15th of the month, they're getting getting anxious. They wanna get those last sales in. So I can say, you know, hey, how are your sales going this month? I'd love to check in on you. I'd love to know how I could support you and serve you over the next, you know, 15 days or whatever. So really knowing like what they need is really 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 important and then again like slow down i think what happens so often is we come into this online space and salespeople people like legit become weirdos like weirdos right like they're like hey boss babe like how's your day like you would not talk to somebody like that in real life like i would not see melissa in california and be like hey boss babe how's your day like i'd be like hey melissa how's your day going looks like you had a really great weekend you know at the pool or whatnot so it's like Talk to people online like you would talk to them in real life and you will see that alone will help to convert every single time because that's going to make you stand out as like a real person
1: Mm, yeah and it doesn't sound like a copy and paste right it's like a real thing I love that I remember like when again like going back to 2012 2013 like oh I cringe when I see some of my memories come up every morning (laughs) I check my memories on Facebook and I'm like oh I love that version of me and also oh, like man that was (laughs) that was rough Because I would use words and languaging and expressions that I would never say in real life, like to a person. So I love that you shared that. I think that's a really good sort of anchor point and temperature check to like check in with yourself and say, Mm -hmm. would I actually say this if this person were right in front of me? And it kind of feels like dating a little bit, right? Like so yep. a couple of my girlfriends and I, we kind of joke around. We're we're on bumble, like just just kind of observing. Like I yeah. I'm not swiping, I'm not dating, yeah. but I'm just, we're just kind like, of like watching
0: from afar. I'm right? just kind
1: of like <laughs> noticing, but some of the girls are like asking questions and it's just you kind of see like there's a a slow build right like the it's like boiling water like it has to come up to temperature before it's going to boil and like we just we want that instant gratification so i love that you were kind of sharing like ask questions but don't don't you like if a guy were if, if this were dating right and someone were sliding into your dm and he was like hey do you want to have my baby you'd be like whoa bro (laughs) slow your roll right like like like, you got to take me out to dinner first and before you even take me out to dinner like you got to earn the right to take me out to dinner and it's the same thing
0: with sales right yeah i think i think people especially they forget that sales is it's just a relationship and you need to nurture relationships and some are going to close quick and some are going to close longer and some are going to take a long time just like a normal relationship would Mm -hmm. so again you know there's just a natural progression with it and I think that the the quicker that you go into just trying to close it the worse luck you're going to have like I mean I have women that I've been messaging I've been like supporting I've been serving and you know three, four, five, six months later, they're finally at a point where I'm like, Hey, I'd love to talk to you about coaching or network marketing or whatever. But because that relationship is super built that way, when you have whatever it is that you're talking about, it's like, Oh yeah, she's my person. Like she's been, you know, giving into me all of these times.
1: Mm. So you bring up a really good point about like the timeline, right? Cause sometimes sales will convert a little bit faster. Some people need a little bit more nurturing. So how do you know, like when to cut it off. Do you ever cut it off? Like what's the cycle? How do yeah. you
0: know? So I would say for me, I, I, I definitely listen to the temperature. So if there's people who are like, never, I feel like they're never going to buy because it's just, it's ghosting and it's crickets. Also know that not everyone is going to be your customer and everyone's going to be your client. So also don't spend a ton of time on people who are like not even responding back to you. Mm-hmm. People ask me this all the time. They're like, oh, well, I've been messaging this lady for months and I haven't gotten anything back. Well, then quit messaging her. There's 3.8 billion people in the world. Go talk to somebody else. But if the relationship is going good and it's, you know, you're serving and you're supporting and you're helping, you know, just kind of see like when it, when it feels good. And I, you know, I'm a little bit bolder. Like I'll say things like, Hey, we've been in the DMS for a couple months. Like, where's this going? Like, are you interested in coaching? Like, are you interested in my network marketing business? Like, am I just going to give you like free information? Like, where are we at? Like, where are we at girl? And again, your personality has to be that to do that but the more you're in it, the better. And also talking about like being boldly courageous, like be detached from the outcome. Like that is my biggest thing to people, like be 1000% detached from it. Like know that if you ask somebody to buy from you and they say no, okay, like celebrate the no's, right? And again, know that it's not always a no forever. It might just be a no right now. So I think what happens is so often we get so nervous to ask cause we don't want to get no. And it's like, no, it's okay. Yeah no big deal you know the fear of rejection the feel of failure is why we don't ask we don't ask for it and we need to ask so just kind of keep that relationship kind of going
1: Mm. and I, I you said something um, really powerful is that you you do it in a way that feels authentic to you and again it kind of feels like dating it's like okay where are we at in this relationship like yeah. I don't want to waste your time you know I don't want to waste my own time so where do how do I categorize you like I cannot stand gray areas and open loops like I just I love clarity and I think most of us often that way and I also know that there's this sense of anxiety that comes up when the time is quote-unquote right to move the conversation from like a casual conversation to a sales conversation so what would be maybe some like word choices or like not scripts but like tactics or ways that you would go from getting to know someone to actually having a sales conversation
0: Yeah, so like an example, like let's say you and I were jamming out in the DMs and you were like, hey, I just, um, you know, I I had my network marketing company and last month I didn't hit my rank and I would be like, oh, like, tell me more about that. So then maybe they say, oh, well, it's, it's been a couple months. I'm not really getting there. So then what I always say is I say, hey, I'm not sure if you actually know, but one thing that I do is I actually help women with this. So I think that sometimes what happens too is people don't always know what we do. You know, I see this a lot with network marketers. They're posting their pictures, they're posting their products, but people don't know as much as we think they do. So we almost have to like remind them like, oh, this is actually what I do. Like, oh, I see that you keep saying that you have really dry hair. Like, do you know that one of the products that I work with is actually a solution for dry hair? I'd love to send you some more information. I always say like, I'd love to send you some more information. Are you open to that? I always let them tell me if they're open because then if they're open, you can always go back and say, "Hey, I know that you asked for this information and now I'd love to see like where we're at with that." Also, really speaking into why do they need it? You know, don't try to sell people things that they don't need. If somebody slid into my DMs and they were asking me about financial coaching, I would not try to like BS my way through, like how to be a financial coach. I'd be like, Hey, this actually isn't what I do, but there's something else that could work. So make sure what you're also trying to sell someone is the solution in which they need. And we're not just trying to sell a product, a service, a program to get to our next place that we're truly serving them.
1: Yes. Cause then you're in the energy of integrity and it feels good. Right. Versus yeah. like, I hope they don't figure me out. Like, I'm just going to ghost them anyway. Cause I don't know how to help them. And like, there's nothing worse than like, buying a product and then being like ghosted from somebody and I'm hoping that you're going to get support and you don't, it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Right? Mm-hmm. So such valuable information, so tangible. And I know that you don't just talk about this. You've actually lived through this mm-hmm. and you know, part of selling right is rinse and repeat, like rinse and repeat and building confidence and refining the process. But you have to take that first messy step and you got to make that first phone call you got to make that first post you got to launch that first group and it never feels good and you learn a lot and you went through this process so can you share a little bit more about the messy action that you had to take to kind of get to where you are now in this thriving amazing business where you're serving what was that process like for you
0: Yeah. So I mean, literally my whole process that I did was I started with a Facebook group and I was like, Hey, I'm going to invite a bunch of my network marketing friends, people in sales, like to this Facebook group. And I'm going to see what the need is. So also what I didn't do is I didn't create something that I thought would be a great fit. I waited until my audience kind of asked for it. And they, I, they kind of told me what they needed. So I just, I just created the group, right? Like I just, did it the day after I lost my job, I created this Facebook group. From there, I just served inside of the group. I think what happens so often too is that people are afraid to serve for free. They're afraid to like give it all away, right? Like, no, give it all away. Let people see what you do. Get out, you know, talk about it. Give them, give them quick wins in the DMs. All of that because that's where the trust is built. Um, and then from there, like I launched my first program. I launched um, about four months after I started my Facebook group. I had 32 women in my first program, and it was messy. I mean, it was super messy. I uh, I did. I mean, I had. I didn't have contracts. I did everything on a Zoom call. Um, I remember there was like a funny story. I did my first program. It was eight weeks long. I get a message at the end of the eight weeks, and the lady was like, "You've literally transformed my life. It's been amazing, but like, I haven't paid you yet." Like, I was so messy. I didn't even like. I was super messy. But what I did was I stayed in action and I was like, okay, how can I grow from this and how can I do it? And thank God I had like someone that was super honest. And then from there, I've just, I've grown and I've stayed in action and I've stayed in messy action um, because I think that that's super, super important. If it's in you, it's for you. And I think we get stuck so often trying to like make it perfect or do it right or launch at the right time or say this on Black Friday or say this on Cyber Monday. And it's like, you're an entrepreneur, you get to do what feels good for you. So I just, that's literally what I did. Um, I've had about 86 women go through my program since March, which has been amazing. Um, And I now have three programs. So now I have like my entry level, which is for anyone who's really looking to like get the sales basics. That's kind of like my eight week program. From there, I move into a membership where they can hang out with me a few times a month, get all kinds of sales lessons and they can, I can audit their DMs. I can audit their conversations, really help them. And then I have more of like a, um, An elite level mastermind for women who are super focused on where they're at and now they just need to be like masters in sales. So I went from a Facebook group to like three pretty successful programs in about six months.
1: Yes, girl. Freaking love it. I love it. I love stories like that. And and that's what happens when you're serving from a place of true alignment, right? And selling from a place of true alignment and service because you're so convicted in what you offer. You know that it's gonna work. And what I'm hearing is that you were open to feedback. You were open to making mistakes because that's how you learn, right? And imagine if you had waited until all that stuff was perfect. Not only would your business have suffered, you personally, but all those women, those 86 plus women that you've served wouldn't have had the capacity or the ability to learn and then go and and like generate income too. So the ripple effect of your messy action leads to impact in such big ways. So if you're somebody who's like listening to this and you've been sitting around waiting to make that post or join that business or start that company like take like take the lead from what Jillian just did and realize like not only are you robbing yourself of abundance and opportunity and impact but you're you're literally robbing other people of it too.
0: It's so true. I mean, even I know you have a lot of network marketers that listen to this and I know they want to be perfect and they want to post the right product pictures or whatever, but it's like, go back to why you joined your network marketing company, go back to why you were so passionate about it and truly think that if I actually don't talk about this, I'm not serving my audience. Like you've had great results on the products, you've had great success. So now you get to share that. And like, that's when it feels really, 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 really Mm -hmm. good. Like I'm in network marketing and I know that if I don't talk about the products, then there's people who are going to suffer because they don't have access. To the stuff that has changed my life. So, again, whatever company you're with or products or whatever, go back to why you said yes and just remember that you want to share that message with so many other people. Mm.
1: And it's obvious why you're so successful at what you do because I can hear it in your voice. You speak with such great conviction, and like, you know, the fact that you get to teach other people how to do that is so powerful. And I want to go back to something that you said earlier about like, you touched on this a little bit, and I'm going to paraphrase it, just like serving from a place of alignment and following what feels good, right? So in the context of selling, I know that you are um, really big on like the energetics behind it, right? And I think sometimes when we're building businesses, whether it's full-time or part-time, we reach this point of like this tipping point between flow and hustle, like hustle and flow, right? And I know for me, when I find myself getting into an energetics of hustle, I have to check in with what is the energy behind it. Is it coming from a place of like, I'm so excited and focused and like, like behind this, or is it coming from a place of like, if I don't do this, then this will happen and not trusting whatever it is that I need. So can you talk a little bit more about, you know, how do you balance that energy of like, I have to post every day and I have to do this and I have to do that. But what I really want to do is rest or take a step back and recalibrate.
0: Well, I think for one, like give yourself grace. Like I think that there, you know, there's no, there's no blueprint. No one says you have to post five times a week or five times a day or be in your stories, whatever. I mean, obviously consistency, helps and consistency wins, but giving yourself grace of that and then reminding yourself every time you're posting or every time that you're going on a story or something like that, what is the end goal? What does she need to hear today? Mm -hmm. And are you just posting because you need to get a post up or is it because like your ideal audience needs to hear this today? So before I do anything on social media, I actually have a picture right here by my computer of my ideal client. And I think to myself, what does she need to hear today? because I'm not posting just to post I'm posting because my ideal client needs to hear this message. She needs help on how to close the, in the DMS. She needs help on how to handle rejection. She needs help on anxiety or focus or whatever it is. So again, knowing that you're not just hustling to hustle, you're hustling because your ideal client needs to hear that message today or whenever it is that you actually post it. It's
1: so powerful even that you have her photo right yeah. in front of you as an anchor point and a reminder and really setting the intention behind. It. I think intention's everything. And I know, especially, I mean, all of it ties in, right? The energy behind selling, the energy behind posting, the intention behind it. If it's coming from a place of I need money and I'm broke and scarcity and lack, then you won't attract the right type of people into your business and it will never feel good. It's never going to stick it. and stay. Yeah, totally. And they'll feel
0: it too. Yeah. They'll feel it too. Ugh. I have, um, I have one of my clients who last month was a really hard month for her. And she was just like pumping out all this information, all this information. I'm like, you don't even realize it, but the energy that you're putting out is like, I need you to buy this mm-hmm. and people don't care that you need to sell something. Right. People, one of my favorite sayings is people do not want to be sold to, but they love to buy. So quit trying to sell to people and give them the right reasons of why they need to buy this and that it's a solution for what they need. They do not want to be sold to Think about all the times like you walk into a store and people are like, oh, can I help you? And you're like, no, I'm good. Because the immediate thing is like, I don't want to be sold to. But then you leave that store with like three bags full of stuff. And you're like, I came here to buy. I didn't come here to be sold to. And no one goes onto social media to be sold to, but they want to buy all day long on there. Mm,
1: That is such a powerful perspective shift to anchor in is yeah, I don't want to be sold to I I'm but I I do want to spend money because it feels right. good and I enjoy it. Right. Yeah. I, love yeah, that. I love it. I freaking love that. Okay. I love this conversation, by the way. So many I have like pages of notes and so many nuggets. So for those that are looking to really hone in on their sales tactics, they want to take their business to the next level. Like what would be the next step when it comes to connecting with you? What do you have to offer? Like how can they really just become a ninja at selling?
0: Yeah, I love it. So first of all, I love to spend time in my DMs. I spend about two hours a day in my DMs because I want to get to know you. Anytime somebody becomes aware of me, whether it's on a podcast or I've spoke somewhere, like I want to get to know my people. So like hit me up in the DMs, shoot me a message. I would love to connect. And then if it's a great fit for you and I to work together somewhere in the future, I would love to do that. I have a text list that I send out a sales ninja tip every day, a tangible tip that you can literally use in your business every single day to move it. So it's not like a pump you up, feel good message. It's like, Hey, this is actually a little ninja, ninja nugget for the day to help move that through. Um, and I have a membership program where you are in community with me. I'm teaching you a sales lesson of the month, and then we're in action and we're in accountability. So yeah, I'd love to like, get to know whoever's listening to this right now. Love to jam out with you in the DMS and I'm super grateful to be here.
1: So good. And guys, make sure you follow her on Instagram. Her content is fire and the, you know, everything that you share is so real. It's so relatable. And the energy that you bring online and that you bring here in this space is exactly who you are in real life. And I just, I appreciate that so much about you, Jillian. You're such a light. You're so fun. You make something that can feel really scary and icky, simple and easy and duplicatable. And that's really like what it gets to be. Right. And I just, yeah. I just want to acknowledge you. I love you. I'm grateful for you. Thank you. I'm grateful okay. for you too.
0: Yeah. Sales. I mean, say, I truly believe sales is the greatest job in the world. So we get to have fun doing it.
1: Why? if it's not fun, why
0: do it? Right. Why do it? Right. Why yeah. do it?
1: Okay. Last question.
0: What are you celebrating right now? Um, I am celebrating, I just had a very good sales week, of course, and I'm actually celebrating taking the month of December, kind of off. So um, all three of my programs have just ended. Um, I have the month of December to really kind of celebrate, regroup, refocus, um, and get ready for 2021. So that I'm actually super excited about Mm. because again, I, I do have more of that like hustle go energy. So I'm looking forward to like taking some time down and really celebrating that and celebrating all the women who have said yes to me because I love to pour back into them. You know, you have the ability to invest anywhere with anyone, read a book, listen to a podcast and people like for you, like, you know, they're, they're listening to your podcast. They're investing in you, Melissa. So like, I love to celebrate anybody that is even in my circle. So I'm celebrating all of those women. And of course, celebrating you being here today.
1: Yes. I freaking love that. And isn't this the joy of being an entrepreneur is being able to take time off and not slip into that scarcity mindset and just regroup and recalibrate so that you know, you have new ideas and new content and you can serve in such a beautiful way. I love that. And I'm celebrating you. Congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, if you love this episode, make sure you share it with someone who needs to hear this message. Tag myself, tag Jillian on Instagram, slide into her DMS. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.